We're up to Dachmem Tesam at Aleph, the new parak Hanoidim and Amavushal, and this parak is discussing the concept of Benedorim Hochan Achalosh and Adam. And when a person uses a lotion for another, we interpret the lotion to mean the way people use this type of lotion. And the mission is going to bring common examples of different lashonis what it means based on lashon bnei adam. Zog the mishnah. He answers things that are mevoshel. So the Allah is he's mutter betzli ubeshalik. He can eat roasted foods because mevoshel doesn't include tzli. And he's also mutter, mutter b'shalak. What does shalak mean? Usually in shas, shalak means something that's cooked very, very long. It's cooked more than necessary. So the mefarish and the rosh taka both learn that that's the case over here too. That he's mutter b'shalak. However, the Ran says over here, shalak can't mean overcooked because something which is overcooked, the zichin nichlul, in the Lashem Bnei Adam, when they call Mevoshel, they refer to something that was overcooked also as Mevoshel. So here you have to say Shalak means the opposite. It was undercooked. So according to the Ran, Antaisus Mevoshel excludes Sai Tzli and Sai Shalak, something which is undercooked. But if he says, Amar Kainim Tafshel She'eni Toim, instead of using the word Mevoshel, he used the word Tafshel. So then, he's Osir B'Maisa Kedeir Rach. He's Osir in a Maisa Kedeir Rach, something which is loose. Umutter ba'ave. He's mutter in a ma'isekadeira ave, which is thick. The Gemara explains because tafshel in Lashem Bnei Adam is used for a type of ma'ichel which is eaten together with pas. So since a ma'isekadeira ave, which is thick, you eat by itself. You don't eat it together with pas. So that's not nechlo and tafshel. A ma'isekadeira rach that you dip in the you dip in the bread. That's nechlo and tafshel. So also b'maisa kadeir rach umuter ba'ave and the ran adds so too it's muter it's going to be sorry it's going to be aser but sliu b'shalik although mevushal doesn't include sliu shalik but tafshal includes sliu v'shalik and the reason why the Tana says tafshal she'ini toyim before it just said hanoidim and mevushal it didn't add the word she'ini toyim over here the Mishnah adds the word she'ini toyim so the ran says it's coming to say a chiddush. That even though he added besides kainim, he also said she'eni toyim. Still, ave is mutter. I would have a half a minute that any toyim is being marbe to answer more. Kamashmalan that ave is still mutter. Another thing which is mutter when he says tafshel is mutter bebeitze termuta. The Ran explains beitze termuta is a beitze that you cook a thousand times in hot water, a thousand times in cold water till it becomes very small that you can swallow it. And such a beitzah is generally eaten by itself, not together with pas. Therefore, it's not included in the word tafshel. Another thing which is mutter is the last haramutzah. The Gemara is going to explain what that is. Zok the Mishnah Vaiter. He says he's making a nether from maise kedeir. Ein oser elami maiser sachta. He's only oser, the Gemara explains later, he's only oser in things that are cooked very long in the kedeir that the full cooking is done in the Kedere, as opposed to Omar Koinim Hayyorid L'Kedere, if he answers on himself something which goes into a Kedere, She'eni Toyim, in that case, he's Asr B'cholam is Bashlam B'Kedere. Anything which is cooked, even for a little amount of time in the Kedere, it didn't finish being cooked in the Kedere, it's also Asr, because it was Yorid L'Kedere. The Lashon Yorid L'Kedere is Mashma, that it went in even for a little bit. Maisa Kedere means that it was there fully cooked. Sokta Gemara. Tanya. 
This is that the Tan of the Mishnah says, Hanoidim and Amavoshal is Motor Betzli Yubishalik. Rabbi Yashia answers Tzli, when a person says Mavoshal, it includes Tzli. Zokta Biyashi, even though I don't have a klar raya, but the zeichel adover, there is a shtikl remes. Shenemar, it says in Ksuvim and Divrei Ayomim, it says vayivashlu hapesach baish. So it says it was cooked baish. Baish means tzli, and that's the dinner. Carbon pesach is dafke nechel tzoli, and the pasuk says vayivashlu. So you see that the lashon bishul could be kailu tzli. So to come what's the machloekis Rabbi Yashi and the Tan of the Mishnah? Leimu b'hakamiflugi. When a person says that Loshan Neder, we assume that he means the Loshan Torah, how the Torah interprets this Loshan. And since we found in Ksuvim a Loshan of Bishel that refers to Tzli by Carbon Pesach, so when he says a Loshan of Mevushal, he means Tzli as well. Vitana Dilan, Vitana Dilan, our Tana, that says Noidim Mevushal is Mutter Tzli, he holds Benadorim, Halachach Loshan Bani Adam. It's in the Shnagei what the Torah calls it. The Dorim is Lashon Bani Adam, how people speak. And when people speak and they say Mavushal, they mean cooked and not roasted. So the Gemara Loi, that's not the Machloikis. Everyone agrees. The Kula Amag holds Bani Dorim, Holochach Lashon Bani Adam. Avada doesn't depend in Lashon Torah. It's the Shprach that people speak. That's what they mean when they say something. And we have to look what Lashon Bani Adam is. So what's the Machloikis? The Machloikis is in Lashon Bani Adam. Is Lashon Bani Adam, when they say Mevushal, is that consistent with Tzli or not? And each one was saying how they feared Zech in his place. Marki Asri, Marki Asri. Ba'asri, the Tana Dilan, in the city of our Tana, the Tzli, Kari, the Tzli, Ul Mevushi, Kari, the Mevushal. When they said Mevushal, they didn't mean Tzli. Masha'en Kim Ba'asri, in his place, I feel the Tzli, Kari, Mevushal. Even when they were talking about Tzli, they gave it a name Mevushal. And when a person says Mevushal, he includes Tzli. How could you say Rabbi Yashi holds you go Achel Lashon Bnei Adam? He's bringing a pasuk. Is Mashem that he's going Achel Lashon Amikre? So the Gemara no. Avada he meant Beikre that Lashon Bnei Adam in his place they call Tzli Belashon Mevoshel. He was just saying a smach to Baalme that you see that there is such a Lashon that calls Tzli Belashon Mevoshel, but not that he was basing it on the Lashon Amikre. Bekevegir and Gilin Ashas. Is Matmiya, why does the Gemara bring a Pasuk from Ksuvim and the Reayam? It could have brought a Pasuk in the Torah, in Pasha's The Torah is talking about carbon Pesach and it says, Uvishalta v'achalta. And you can't eat the carbon Pesach Mavushal. Al So obviously, when it says Uvishalta, it's referring to Tzli. So there's many Terutzim said on this Kasha. One of the Terutzim Shalmadarim says is that we would rather bring a Pasuk in Ksuvim. Because the, the Lashon written in Ksuvim is more daime to the Lashon spoke by Bnei Adam. So maybe we'd rather bring a Lashon in Ksuvim which is more similar to the Lashon Bnei Adam. But Akhapan the Gemara is blabbing that everyone agrees that in Adarim we go Achar Lashon Bnei Adam. So the Gemara stated the Mishnah that when a person says Kainim Tavshel, so he's Asr B'Maiseh Kadeya Rach and he's Mutter Ba'avet. Why? So there's two Mahalchem Haradon in this Kasha. The first Mahalchem Daran is, we're asking this that it says it's Mutter, but of it, why? He answered himself from a Tafshel. A Maisa Kedere, even if it's of it, it's a Tafshel, so why is it Mutter? Amrabaye, Haitan, the town of our Mishnah, Kalmidi, the Mesachel Beirifte, Tafshel Karile. 
in his place, any food that's eaten together with bread is considered tafshul. Something which isn't eaten together with bread is not considered tafshul. And Mimele, since a maise kadeira of is eaten by itself on its own without bread, so Mimele, that's not included in tafshul. The Rosh, and the Ran brings the Yeshma Farshim, which learns like the Rosh, says the Kasha is the other way. How does the Tan of the Mishnah say that your Osir b'maise kadeira rach? You aser tafshel. Maisa kadeir rach is not considered tafshel. Why not? Zok derosh aloshen. That hayoyis it's rach. The kiven derachu k'moymayim ba'alma. Some a maisa kadeir which is rach is a watery substance. So by mikri tafshel, that's not considered a tafshel. So why are you asering when a person says tafshel? Of them, Zaktabai, you know, our Tana says that Kol if you eat bread together with this, it's called a Tafshul. In other words, you're right. Maybe the, this, the, 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 this, this Michael is a, is a watery substance, but since the Derech is, you eat it with Pas, that's why it's called a Tafshul, because it's eaten with Pas. Shalmadarim is Medayik, the Lashna Gemara is more Mashim like the second Pshat on the round, like the Rosh, because according to the first Pshat, that the kasha was, why is oven mutter? The Gemara should have focused. It's mutter because it's not eaten with rifta. The Lashna Gemara is, whatever is eaten with rifta is called tafshul. So it's more mashmah like the second shot. That the kasha was, how could dover rach be considered a tafshul? Of them, everything, since you're eating it with bread, the fact that it's eaten with bread, that makes it considered a tafshul, even though it's a watery substance. So it's not considered mayim, it's considered tafshul. Now it's interesting, this is in the Gaya in Halacha, in Hilchas. Tishabov, we know the halacha is that by the Sudasam of Sekis, a person is not allowed to eat two tafshilim. So the shaila is, the Shah Chuva brings down a shaila, if besides the beitzah which people eat by the Sudasam of Sekis, what happens, can a person drink a coffee or a tea? Is the coffee or the tea considered like another tafshil or not? So he brings a machlaikis hapaiskim, the machzik bracha, the chida, is matr. One of his rayas is from our Gemara. He says, from our Gemara, we see that coffee and tea is not considered a tafshul. Shalmadarm explains that the raya is from our Gemara according to the Rosh. The Rosh learned the Gemara's kasha is that how could Maisa Kedeir Rach be Nichlal, Bechlal Tafshul, even the Eino Elamai Ba'alm, it's not called tafshul. So we see that hot water, a tea, a coffee, or a tea is not considered a tafshul. Maisa Shalmadarm says he doesn't understand. If anything, from our Gemara, you see Punkfakert. Because Maskana Sagamar is that it's called Tafshul. Since you eat pas, you dip the pas into this Maisekadeirach, that makes it a Tafshul. Dr. the Derech is when you eat, when you drink coffee and tea, you dip the bread into it. So it would be called Tafshul. This depends on the Matthias. If today nobody dips bread into coffee or tea, then Anachanam, it would be a Raya from this Rosh and our Gemara that it's not called a Tafshul. Zok the Gemara, Vatanya Benichus, I'll bring you a Raya to this point. That something that's eaten with pas is considered a tafshul. Because state in the Braisa, Hanoidim in a tafshul, Osir Bechalmine tafshul, any type of tafshul, Vaosir Betzli, Ubeshalik, Ubemevoshal, and also Vaosir Behitrius Rakis. Hitrius means Deluin. He's Osir with Deluin Rakis, so of Deluin. Shachoilin Oichlin Behen Piton. Because Choilin eat their bread together with his Deluin Rakin. So you see that the Kiveya. What makes something considered a tafshal is the fact that it's eaten with pas. We see in this b'raise that chaylin 
eat hitrius rakis. That means they're eating the luan. Is mashma that the luan is a good meichel for a chayle. In fact, the Gemara any takazoi that the luan is yafel a chayle. There's a story where Rabbi Yirmi got sick. All the who asked you, as doctor came to Rabbi Yirmi Lasuya to heal him. And when he came into Rabbi Yirmi's house, he saw a Dluin lying on the table in Rabbi Yirmi's house. So the doctor left the house. He left Rabbi Yirmi, he walked out of the house. And he said, the Malachamavis is in this guy's house. I'm going to go heal him. What's the point of me coming in to heal him if the Malachamavis is by him? What's the Malachamavis? The fact that he has the fact that he has Dluin in his house. So you see that Dluin is a sakana for a chayda. What's shot in the Braise that says the chayda used to eat Dluin? So the Gemara like Hashem, it's not steer it. It depends what type of Dluin. The Braise was talking about soft Dluin. Soft Dluin, like it says, Hitriya Sirakis. If they're soft, then it's good for the chayla. The story with Rebirmi and the doctor was Bashuni. They were hard loo and hard loo and is taka a sakana for a chayla. Rabbi Barula Omar, a different teretz. That the chilik isn't soft and hard. The chilik is habakare gufe. If you eat the guf habakare, the guf of the loo and that's taka detrimental. And that was the story of Rebirmi and the doctor. Ha, the mice of the braise was begave the kare, the inside of the kare. If you scoop out the insides, that's beneficial for the chayla. And the Gemara brings a rai, the Amr of Yehuda. Lulive the kare, the insides of the kare, is good to eat together with silk. If you cook it together with beets, it's very good. Lulive the kisna, the inside of pishton, is good to eat together with kotche. And the Gemara fears always, the davrze asr la'amr b'fnei amaretz. You can't tell an amaretz this memory. Why not? So most of the Rishonim are learning, that all the Rishonim are learning, that it's referring to Lulive the Kisna. That you shouldn't tell this to Nama Aretz. The way the Ram learns is if the Nama Aretz hears that the inside of the Pishtun plant is good for Rafua, he's going to go be Oikr, all the Pishtun that he finds, and eat, scoop out the middle to eat it. And then we're not going to have any Pishtun left for clothing. Taisus and the Rosh learn that the problem is that if you tell this to Amaratzim, they're going to be Malaglig, going to make Chayzik and Divrechacham. The way Taisus learns is they don't believe it. So the Stams are going to laugh, and the way the Rosh learns is they do believe it, but they think that it's such a Pasha Tazach that every lady knows about this, and maybe they're going to laugh that the Chacham are teaching us something so Pasha. Chacham Seifer has a different Pshat. Chacham Seifer says that it's referring, the reason you shouldn't tell this Tama Aretz is the Indian of the, uh, the, of the Leva de Kare, that they shouldn't know that the inside of Duluan is good for a Chayla, because if you tell a Tama Aretz, the Maisa we saw in the Gemara that it's an Afkamina, the inside, and the Gufa Kare. The Gufa of the Dluin, that's no good. Like the story with Rebirmi and the, and, and the Reife. The inside of the Dluin is good. If you tell the Tam Aretz, he's not going to be Mechalik, and he might come to eat the actual Dluin itself. And that's a terrible Sakana for a Chayda. So, Mele from Ratzim, it's better not to tell this to. So, Seifer says that's Pshat in the Gemara with the Maisa of Rebirmi. Because the Chayda from Fashtain, what was the Reife so concerned when he came in and he saw Dluin on the table that he ran out? Maybe Rabirmi used the Dluin to scoop out the inside, which is good for a chayla. So the Raifa was an Amaritz. And Mela Amaratsam don't know this din. We don't tell them this chilik between the actual Dluin and the inside of the Dluin. So Mela, when he saw the Dluin, he didn't know to be Mechalik between the inside and the guf of the Dluin. Rava Amar Nuteritz. So he's going back on the first Tertz. The first Tertz was Mechalik, being Dluin Rachin, the Dluin Koshin. 
come to Rav and he says, no, Saidlu and Rachen, Saidlu and Koshin are no good for a Chaylim. Either way is no good. However, the Braise that says that the Chaylim ate Dlu and Rakis, they weren't real Chaylim, what we call a Chaylim. Man Chaylim Rabbanon. It's talking about Tamid HaChacham. Tamid HaChacham are Shvacha people. Even though they're not sick, but they're Shvach. Because the Torah is Matash is Kaychashal Adam. So, so for a Shvacha person, it's, it's not a problem. For a sick person, it's Takasakona. The Ma'is of Rebirmi was, he was sick. So there, the Raifa got upset. But for someone who's just Shvach, that wouldn't be a problem to eat Luan. And the Gemara says, Rav the Taimei. Rav is the Shitasa that he calls Chachomim, Beloshen, Chaylim, the Shvacha people, the Omar Rav, Keman Matzlinon Al Ktsiri Valmeri. According to which man the Omar are we mispal every day for Chaylim? Keman Kirabiyasi. So the Ran explains, there's Machlaikism Sechas Hashanah. Whether Adam Nidin only on Shoshana or Adam Nidin Bechal Yoyim. The Rabbanon say a person is only Nidin once a year, Shoshana. So, Mamela, there's no point in davening for Chaylim during the year because it was already Isaac Paskin through Shoshana. So, I was like, it's a Tfilis Shav. Rabbi Yaisi says, Adam Nidin Bechal Yoyim. So, Mamela, every day we should be Mispal for Chaylim because there's a new din every single day. So, Kaman Matzlin, Lakti, Ramri, according to which man the Amr are we Mispal for Chaylim? Rabbi Yaisi, that says, Adam Nidin Bechal Yoyim. So, the Gemara is Medayik. Since Ravi used the Lashon Ktsiri Umeri, what's the double Lashon? Ktsiri means sick people. So what's Ktsiri Umeri? Shema Amino. Ktsiri is Ktsiri Mamish. Ktsiri means people who are actually Chaylim. They're called Ktsiri Zagdaran Shanafsham Katsar Machmas Chaylim. Meri means Shvacha people. Who is that? The Rabbanon. So you see that Ravi calls the Rabbanon Shvacha people. When exactly are you Mispal every day for Ktsiri Meri? So the Mefarish says, you must follow for Chaylim Barefa Chaylam Yisrael. Miri al Plata Sefraim. The Pashtam Ashmois in the Mefarish is that he means to say, when are you must follow for the Chacham's health? In the Brach of Allah Tzadikim. When you say al Plata Sefraim, you're referring to the Miri, to the Chacham. The Maisa, the Mashon, the Chadusha Goddess, is Moir that Al Tzadikim is not a Brach for Chaylim. And he learns even in the Mefarish, the Mefarish never meant. The brach of Allah Tzadikim. He's just calling the Tamid Chachamim Pleitas Ephraim, but Lo'elam, the place to be mispal, Sai for real Chaylim, and Sai for Tamid Chachamim, is by the brach of Rifa'enu. Now, Benegeya, this, that the Gemara says, it's going like Rabbi Yaisi, so Be'emis, the Taisis already asked this Kashan Shoshana. What are you going to say? According to the Rabbanon, that only Shoshana Adam Nidin, so we don't say Bichas Rifa'enu? So this comment through to one Tetz and Taisis is that Lo'elam, Refuah, you can mispal a whole year, even according to the Rabban. You can't mispal someone shouldn't get sick. That's Isgit Paschal and Shoshana, who's going to get sick and who not. But someone who's sick, you could mispal the whole year for Refuah. That wasn't Isgit Paschal and Shoshana, whether he'll be Nisrapa or not. According to that, when the Gemara is saying, Keman Matzlinon, we're referring to Mari and not Ktsiri, because for Ktsiri, for real Chaylim, you can be mispal by Refuah. Even the Rabbana reminded that you're mispal Rafa'inu. The Shaila was Miri, people who are not sick, they're just Shvach. So for them, we're mispal, they shouldn't get sick. That doesn't pass according to the Chacham, it only passes according to Rabbi Yaisi. So the Gemara Vaita state in the Mishnah that when a person is Neider, Menatavshal, he's also Bemaisa Kedeir Rach, but he's Mutter Ba'av. Why is he Mutter Ba'av? The Gemara said, because Tavshal is only something which is eaten together with Pas, and Maisa Kedeir Av is eaten by itself, not with Pas. So it's not Nechlon, the Lashon of Tavshul. So the Gemara, obviously our mission is the Loi Kebavloi. 
because the Bavloi, the Omer Abzeira, that the Minigim Bava was, Bavloi Tipshoi, he called them, the Achli Lachme Belachme, they eat Maisa Kedeira, Daisa, these thick foods, they eat it together with bread. So he called them Tipshoi, that eating bread together with bread doesn't add anything to the taste. Akaponim, you see that the Minigim Bava was, that they used to eat Maisa Kedeira of it together with bread. So according to them, in their place, so if a person says Tafshal, it would include Maisa Kedeira of as well. Because the only reason our mission didn't include it is because it's not eaten with bread. But the Bavloi, they eat it with bread. So for them, it's Nechlal in the Isr of the, when a person is Noidim and Atavshul. Amr Abchizde. Abchizde Kneer was from Bavl, where the Derech was, they ate Daisa, Maisa Kedeira, of it together with bread. He said, the Lashon of Taisis, Gears of Taisis, Ike de Mashalain, Halavaide would be someone to ask, Lahale Nagdani de Hutzel, these Nagdani of the city of Hutzel. Nagdani, there's two pshatim in the Iran. One pshat is Nagdani means they're medagdik. They're very into their achila, they're medagdik and the achila. Another pshat, he's goyers nakrani. They eat benekiyas. They're, they're big mufanakim when it comes to achila. Halavai, we can ask them, Hodein daisa, this maisa kadeir, this daisa, the cereal, heichen mali lemechla. What's the best way to eat it? The chiti, the daisa that's made out of chitim should be eaten belachma the chiti. Again, we're going up in a bubble that eat Lachma Belachma. So this chiti, this daisa of chiti should be eaten dafke with lachma made out of chitin. And the sari, the daisa of sari should be eaten belachma the sari with bread made out of sayrim. Or you don't know The daisa of chitim should be eaten with bread that's made out of sari. With the sari, the daisa of sayrim should be eaten bread made out of the chita. What's the proper way to eat it? The Gemara says, Rava, who was also from Bnei Babel, Achli Bechassisi. He used to eat his daisa to get, he used to eat his bread together with chassisi. Rashi the Ran says kemach shal kloyis. Okay, zotik ma'vaiter. Rabbi bar Avhone, Ashkechil He found his father Avhone. The ka'achel daisa beds ba'ase. He was eating daisa with his fingers, as a he was eating daisa with his fingers. Amalei. So he asked his father, Am I ka'achel mar biyode? Why are you eating it? With your hands. The Mashal's Masupik, whether his question was why are you eating it with your hands versus with a spoon, or why are you eating it with your finger as opposed to your whole hand. Amalei, so Rafuna said, Hachi Amirav, Daisa, when you eat Daisa, beds ba'asi, with your fingers, basim, it's a lot more gishmak. The kaldekain betarat and the kaldekain betlas. And kalshkin, if you eat it with two fingers or with three fingers, it's even more gishmak. I'm not sure what the Pshat Gemara is. But Koponim Zeta is that is some sort of ta'elis of eating it with your fingers. Omele Rav Lechia Berei, Vechein Omele Rav Huna Lechia Berei. Nizamna Lach Lamechel Daisa, if someone invites you for a suda to eat Daisa, you should travel out Parasa to eat it. But if he invites you, Lamechel Bisser de Turi, to eat Basar Shor, which is a better Michael, you should travel out plus a Parasa, up to three Parasas. Omele Rav Lechia Berei, Vechein Omele Rav Huna Lechia Berei. Kol midim loytiflet kamirabach. Anything that you eat, and after you eat, the roik of that meichel comes into your mouth, don't spit it out if you're standing in front of your Rebbe. The Farish brings down a Gemara in Erevin, Herok lefnei rabbi chayiv misa. It's a murder gnai and a zilzal to do this in front of your Rebbe. Except, lebar min karavidaisa. If you eat luin or daisa, and after eating it, the roik comes up into your mouth, then you should definitely spit it out even in front of your Rebbe. Because they're dangerous to swallow. It's daimit to a piece of lead, which the Iran says is something which is not mis'akal. It doesn't digest when you swallow it. So this too, if the roik 
from Kairavadais, it comes into your mouth and you swallow it, it doesn't digest and it's very dangerous, and therefore spit it out even in front of you. Even in front of the Melech Paras, also spit it out, plight, because it's a Sakana. They were sitting together eating from one Kaira. Chad, one of them was eating the Achel Daisa, he was eating the Daisa with his fingers. Hutz is a utensil, the Ran says it's klipas eitz, it's not a spoon, but it's like a piece of eitz that he was eating it like a spoon. So, the one that was using the hutz told the one that was using his fingers, I have tainus on you that you're using your fingers. How long are you going to be machlami, your tzoya? You're using your fingers and there's dirt under your fingernails, it's getting into my food. The one that was using his fingers told the one that was using the utensil, I have tainus on you. How long do I have to eat your raik? Because the Ran says the derech was they didn't wash out this 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 hutza uh, every time they put it into their mouth, and they just put it back into the food. So the raik was left on this keli, and it was coming back into the food. Whereas the Rosh says when they used their fingers, they used to wash off the finger. The Mashal says could be the reason they didn't wash off this hutza was because it was a very shvach kli. If you would wash it, if you would clean it, it would break, as opposed to a spoon, which wouldn't break. Now this is not any steer to the Gemara before of Rabbi Rafuna who asked his father why he was eating it with his fingers, and he said it's a lot more gishmak with the fingers. There he was eating it himself. He wasn't staring anybody. Here, when the person was eating with his fingers, he was sticking his fingers into someone else's Michael Samelli, and I had a kpeda about the dirt from his fingernails. Rabbi Yehuda Rab Shimon, I see the Kamayu Blusfin. They brought them Blusfin. Blusfin, the Ran says, is a minta'inim, which is very hard it's very hard for the digestive system. It's not mesakel; it doesn't digest easily. So Reb Yehuda Achal, Reb Shimon Leochel, Amal Reb Yehuda to Reb Shimon. My time Leochel Mar. Why isn't the Rebbe eating? Amal Reb Shimon because it's not healthy. Elu and Yotzim bring Ma'ayim Kolikah. They never leave the stomach because it doesn't digest. Amal Reb Yehuda Ibazoi Kolshken Shenis Machaleim Lemacher. Kolshken, I'm going to eat it because like this I can be saimich on this food for tomorrow too. I'll eat it today. And it'll help for tomorrow, since it's not misakal, it'll sticks around in my stomach. So tomorrow I won't have to eat. Shah says this is Rabbi Yehuda, because the Gemara later is going to say what an Ani Rabbi Yehuda was. So maybe for him, it was Kadai to eat it. He shouldn't have to spend money. He didn't have any money to buy food the next day. So he gets two days worth of food. So the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, have Yosef come the Tarfin. This is Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi, the famous Tana. He was sitting in front of Rabbi Tarfin. Amalir Rabbi Tarfin. Your face is shining today. What's going on? So Rabbi Yehuda said, because Emish yesterday, your Avadim went out to the Sada, and they picked a whole bunch of Tardin, beets, and we ate these Tardin without salt, and this is something which I never eat, because he was a Ani, never had any food. It was a big delicacy for him. And Mele, from the Simcha of eating it, my face is shining. Had I eaten it with melech, it would have been even more gishmak. Our face would have shined even more. We'll see in the Gemara later, this wasn't the real reason. Another story, the Gemara is going to bring three stories over here where people commented on the shine, the shininess of Yehuda's face. She called him Moira Viravi. Moira means you're a Moira Haira, you Paskin, Viravi, and you're Shikr. She saw his face shiny by her when someone had such a shiny face. It meant that he was shikr. That was the company she dreads with. 
So she accused him of being shikr, and he's a moira. How could he be shikr? Masha says it was a very shtarik alosh and zilzul. It was a play on words. Instead of moira virabi, she called him moira viravi. So <coughs> Rabbi Yehuda wanted to make sure that she doesn't think that he was shikr. So he told her, Amr Allah, Hemnusi biyada dahi itza. It's a lashon shvu'e. It's a shvu'e by you. Ita'imne el kiddusha v'avdalta v'arbakasi. I'm making a shvu'e that I don't drink any wine other than kiddush avdalta and arbakasi. So maybe you can't be chayshed me that the, the fact that my face is shiny has anything to do with drinking wine. Because I don't even drink for anything other than kiddush avdalta v'arbakasi, the pischa. And even that causes me tremendous tsar. After I finish Pesach drinking the Arab Kaisers of Chagar Nitzidi, I have to tie my forehead with a Shmatim and a Pesach Adhatzeris to relieve the headaches. So the Gemara fears us. The Masha says this is not the Lashon of Rabbi Yehuda himself. This is the Gemara telling us what's Takab Shat that his face was shiny. There's a Bechine. If a person is a Chacham, a Talmud Chacham, that gives a Ha'ara to his face. And the Mele. That was the true reason why it was Panov Tzahuvin. And the Gemara before, when he told her the Tarifin had to do with the Tarifin, that wasn't really the true reason. Agav, there's interesting to Diyak over here. The Masha wants to know, why did he only drink wine for Kiddush Abdullah and Lalat Kaisis? What happened for Birch HaSan Mazan? It's also a mitzvah to drink yain, to be Mavarach HaLakais. So Masha says, it's not such a big mitzvah like Kiddush Abdullah and because you don't have to eat. And the Chanami, when you eat, Birch HaSan is Alakais. But since there's no chiv to eat, so it doesn't have the same get the same the same mile of mitzvah like these have. And maybe here he was bitzar, he didn't do it. They have to understand the chayre. I'm not sure what does he do with Sudas Shabbos and Yamtu, which there is a chiv to eat pass. Another nekuda which is interesting over here, the Shara Chuvin Hilchas Purim brings down that someone who's shvach and wine stares him, he doesn't have to drink too much wine on Purim. And he brings a raya from this Gemara. And the raya is from the fact that Rabbi Yehuda only said he drank Kiddush Avdol and Dalat Kaisis, he didn't mention Yayin for Purim. That is because Yayin affected him so bad, for Purim he didn't, it wasn't mocked to drink wine. Now the interesting Svas Emes in the Lukutim, Svas Emes says, what's that Kapshat that his headache lasted from Pesach to Shavuos? Punked seven weeks. So he says, the Gemara says that Yayin Kosher Pachad Mefigoy. Person is in a matzav of pachad ve'eme that takes away the effect of the yain. Zakta shvuas at this man matan tayir. Tayir was given ve'eme bereses of bezia. When Yehuda got to shvuas, the ha'oras of matan tayir came down. He was in a matzav of pachad. That pachad took away the effect of the yain. And Mele, when it came shvuas, he was healed. Zakta svasamis oibazay kenzain. The reason why Yehuda didn't mention Purim is not because he didn't drink wine in Purim. Oidem he drank wine in Purim. But on Purim, he wasn't bitzar when he drank wine. Because Purim is also a man of Kabbalah, Satayir. Kimu v'kiblu ayyuhudim, kimu masha kiblu kvar. So Mele, the same reses v'zeya that was upon him on Shavuos was also on Purim. So Mele, even if he drank wine on Purim, but the pachad of Matan Tayir was mefig, the effect of the yain. So Mele, he wasn't bitzar, so therefore he didn't mention Purim because he was only mentioning how he drank it only at the expense of Tsar. Another thing you see over here is that how Makbet he was to drink wine on Pesach, even though it caused him seven weeks of headaches. The Raja brings a tshuva from here that if someone has wine, he has to drink wine. Can't get out of it because Chterzim, uh, you see from Yehuda Bereloi, that he, at the risk of a headache for seven weeks, he still was Makbet on Yayim for Dalat Kaisis. So the third story about 
Panov Tzuhuvin of Rabbi Yehuda. Om le'ahut tzadayki le'ab Yehuda. Panechad daimin, from the appearance, the way you look, you look either like you're somebody who's a malva beribis, ikimagad lechazerin. Because these two professions, malva beribis or magad lechazerin, were extremely profitable. It wasn't too difficult. Someone that had this type of business always was very happy and his face shined. So he was chayshed him that he was one of these two types of people, and that was the cause for the shine on his face. Amalei, Yehuda told him it can't be, because for for Yidin, both of these professions are awesome. So what's Takapshat? So he was matcha, the, the, the tzadayki, and he told him, the reason that my face is such a shining countenance, from my house, told the Medrash, on the route, there's 24 Besakisses. And Mamele, on my way to Shul, I constantly go into the Besakisses. So anytime I need the bathroom, I don't have to delay for a moment. The Gemara says if someone has to go to the bathroom and he's mashing a kavav, he comes to the Chayli Hadraikin. Chayli Hadraikin causes his face to be discolored. I don't have that issue because I, I'm so near Batakisai that anytime I have to go, immediately I have a Besakisses. I constantly empty out my system. So Mamele, my Panam is Suhuvan because of this. But again, the real reason was, like the Gemara said before, Chachmas Adam Torah Panov. Gemara says, Nacham Aisa about Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda kad ozla be medrasha, when he used to go to Bismedr, shakal gulfa al kasve. He carried a big barrel on his shoulder. The reason was, Agdaram, when he came to Bismedr, he was able to sit on this barrel instead of sitting on the floor. Omar, he said, G'doyle melacha shem chabedes es Masha explains that the Gemara says that a Talmud Chacham is not allowed to do melacha in front of three people. It's a gnai for a Talmud Chacham. In this case, he said, I don't have to worry about it. Such a malacha, which is because this causes that when I get to shul, I can sit on a chair as opposed to sitting on the floor. So this is going me. So this is not a problem of doing malacha. Same story, the Gemara says, He took a basket on his shoulder also to be able to sit on the smedish. And also he said, it's not a problem of malacha, which is mechabed as bala. The Gemara brings now a story explaining how poor Rabbi Yehuda was, which stems with the Gemara before, why he was okay with eating those te'enim that don't digest, because he was so poor that like this, he had food in his stomach for another day. What was the story? The visud Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's Rebetzin, Nafkis, she went out to the market, Noctis Imre, she got together some wool, of the glima, she made a type of baget, the hutvi, the Ran says it was a nice, it was a hush of a baget, and that was the only baget that the two of them had. And Nafkis the Shuka, when she went out to the Shuk Michsibe, she covered herself in this in this gleamer. The Kadnafik Rabbi Yehuda Litzli, when Yehuda had to go out to Davin and Shul, have a he covered himself and he davened with this same gleamer. The Kadmichsibe, and when he put on this gleamer, have mevarach barach shatani me'il. So what does it mean barach shatani me'il? It wasn't really a me'il, it was a gleamer. But by him it was so chashiv, the, the Mefarish says, that they didn't have any other baggage. So made by him, they had a gavaldik chashivas. He made a bracha shatani me'il. The Rosham sechtes brachas and araya brings down benagei the shaila of making a shechiyano on clothing if the clothing aren't so chashiv. So he says even if the clothing aren't so chashiv, but if for the person who's wearing them it is chashiv, he doesn't have anything better. He's a ani. He could make a shechiyano. He tells to this gemara that if Yehuda was wearing something which is in essence a glima. But he said, Baruch Shatani Me'il, because by him it was Chashav Ve'enav Kime'il. Exactly where this Lashon and Bracha comes from, I'm not sure, because in Halacha we find 
In Simmem Vav, when a person is Laivish Begadim, you make Malbish Arumim. Not sure where this bracha came, this Lashon Shatani Me'il. Another Shai that Mashad discusses is how did Rabbi Yehud and his Rabbitson wear the same Begad? There's an Isra of Laisilbash. There's an Isra of, 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 of uh, <coughs> Laisilbash, a Ish can't wear Big Day Ish, a Ish can't wear Big Day Ish. So Manavshech, if this was woman's clothing, how did Rabbi Yehuda wear it? If it was men's clothing, how did his wife wear it? Mashal says that it looked similar to a me'il, and a coat is not really much of a difference between a zakhar and a keva. It's the same type of begad. So a there wouldn't be a problem with the silbish. The ma'is is not such a pasha to din. Rav Ozen has a tshuva, and he brings a sefer a chinech. And the sefer a chinech is mashma gans klar, that a begad that's usable, cipher ish and cipher ish, it does have the silbish, because the isra of the silbish is that the two genders shouldn't mingle together. If you have the same beggar that both of them can wear, they would mingle together. He does bring down the Yaivitz, brings their eye from this Gemara, like the Masha, that there is no problem. But the Maisa, in Sefer Chenech is Mashma, there would be a problem. Zakta Gemara Vaiter, Zim Nechada, Gazer of Shem Gamil Tanisa. Shem Gamil was Gazer at Tainis Tzibur, and everyone had to come back together in one place to Davin. Rabbi Yehuda didn't show up. Amrle, so the Chacham told Rishim Gamliel that the reason he didn't come was because he doesn't have what to wear. I we just said before they had this type of glima. So Mefarshim say his wife went out that day to the shuk, so she took it, so he was home without a coat. He didn't have a begot. So Rishim Gamliel felt bad. So he sent a shliach with a glima for Rabbi Yehuda to put on to be able to join the tiny tzibur. Rabbi Yehuda wasn't asking him to accept the glima, he sent it back. And he turned to the shliach, dalit sipsa, he lifted up the machtzalas, the mat from the floor. Va'amale the shluchi told him, shliach, chazim look under the mat, see what's here. The mafarish says, re'ei kama oishir yeshli, shenasalai nes, v'nesmala kol oisim makim zuhuvim. And Taisa says, he was expecting this nes. He was saying, when he picked up the machtzalas, she'imtza sh'amoyiz harbe benes. And he turned to the shliach and he said, look, if I need money, I have plenty to go around. Narvas, leinichli this honey, but then I don't have it enough for my limhaza, and maybe I don't want to accept the matana from Reb Shimon ben Gamliel.